0: The hour of 7 p.m. having arrived, I will call the meeting to order, and the, cor- the clerk will call the roll. Veldrin. Veldrin
1: absent. Wegleitner. Wegleitner here. Willett. Willett here. Williams. Williams here. Young. Here. Young here. Zweefel. Zweefel here. Baird. Here. Baird here. Balik. Balik here. Chenoweth. Chenowth here, Clausius. Clausius absent. Corrigan. Corrigan absent. Downing. Downing here, Die. Die here, Erickson. Erickson absent. Farrell. Farrell here, Gillis. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here, Jones. Here. Jones here, Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here, Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here, Kolar. Here. Kolar here, Krause. Here. Krause here, Kuhn. Coon here. here, Levin. Here. Levin here, Matano. Matano here, McCarville. McCarville here. here, Miles. Miles absent. Nelson. Here. Nelson here. O'Laughlin Here. O'Loughlin here. Rip. Here. Rip here. Ritt. Here. Ritt here. Rusk. Here. Rusk here. Saloff. Here. Saloff here. Shower. Here. Shower here. Schmidt. Schmidt absent. Stubbs. Here. Stubbs here. Purtle
0: Here. 30. 30. 30 members are present. There's a quorum of the county board. Uh, Our prayer and inspirational message is supposed to be led by Supervisor Veldrin, who is not present yet, and I was not prescient enough to kill time until he got here. Um, So perhaps we will say the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And that'll bring us to B special matters and announcements. Are there special matters or announcements? Supervisor Stubbs.
2: Ah, thank you, Mr Chair.
0: You're welcome, Madam Supervisor.
2: <laughs> you look really nice. I took a photo of you, so <laughs> sent it to you and your wife. Just just saying.
0: <laughs> it is an important announcement. It's a
2: very important announcement. But on tonight, I want to continue the conversation that I announced at budget, that on Thursday, December 14th at 5 o'clock p.m. at Fountain of Life Church, which is located in South Madison, my district, 633 West Badger Road, the County Criminal Justice Council will host an event discussing implicit bias and racial anxiety in the criminal justice system. The Perception Institute, including Rachel Gossel and William Snowden, will provide the training and perform scenarios with the public. Implicit bias is defined as bias and judgment in our behavior that results from subcircle cognitive processes that are often subconscious and or unintentional. The meetings are geared at fostering good relationships between the police and the community. The conversation will give our residents here in Dane County a platform to share their own personal experience involving implicit bias. And on the 15th, we'll have law enforcement, probation, parole, corrections, social workers all gathering together in a private conversation to continue the conversation about implicit bias. Again, we're inviting the community to come out to this very important engagement conversation that our very own County Criminal Justice Council is leading. Thank you, Mr. Chair.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Supervisor Baird.
2: Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, Tonight,
3: I am introducing an ordinance amendment, and I'm inviting everyone to join me on this. Uh, Very quickly, uh, the city of Eau Claire uh, had some issues with their elective body regarding the access of children on their city council floor. Uh, It was a pretext to deny a city council member uh, the right to breastfeed, which is a protected right, and that's a whole different fun conversation that I'm more than happy happy to have with you, but it really highlighted an issue, which is we have a state law that allows uh, women to breastfeed where they and their children are allowed to be, and we have a county law that allows women to breastfeed where they are allowed to be in public, but guess what? The city, the county board floor is not public. No one can be, not any random person can be sitting where we're sitting. It's also not private. It's this sort of quasi who knows what it is? We look forward to litigation solving that. But meanwhile, I'm proactively introducing this legislation along with many other elected bodies throughout the state of Wisconsin to ensure that women have, uh, I'm sorry, children have access to our county board floor. Children of mothers and fathers, this isn't just a breastfeeding proposal. It is so that when you bring your child with you, they can sit with you and you can bottle feed them. You can do whatever you want so that you can be a parent and do a job in the evening. Uh, So please join me in uh, supporting this ordinance. uh, And uh, thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Supervisor. Supervisor Dye.
3: Uh, Thank you, Mr. Chair. I have three important announcements this evening. Um, The first two are related. I'm going to be introducing resolutions this evening to confirm appointments of Greg Brockmeyer as the Director of Department of administration and a separate resolution to confirm the appointment of Laura Hicklin as the director of the Department of Land and Water Resources and uh, I'm very proud to sponsor these and grateful for the service that they provided us especially during the budget in their interim status and look forward to having others join me in supporting those. Um, secondly I want to Uh, just flag for everyone that we are, uh, despite the fact that Chair Corrigan is not here, having our um, annual budget reception this evening at the Essen House, and so please feel free to join us after this meeting.
0: That sounds great. She's not here, and she's still picking up the tab. (laughs) Any other announcements? Seeing none, we'll move on to C, approval of payments. Is there a motion on bills over $10,000? Moved by Supervisor Matano, seconded by Supervisor Shower. Is there a discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. And opposed? And that passes. There are no claims for denial. We'll move to E, approval of county board minutes. Is there a motion on the minutes from November 9th? Moved by Supervisor Ritt, seconded by Supervisor Matano. Discussion on the minutes from November 9th? Seeing none, all those in favor of approving the minutes say aye. Aye. And opposed? That passes. Um, Motion on the minutes from November the 20th. Supervisor Kolar, seconded by Supervisor Batano. Discussion on the minutes from the 20th? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. And opposed? That will pass. And then I'll take a motion on the minutes from the 21st. There's a motion by Supervisor Kilmer and a second from Supervisor Zwiefel in the back. Is there a discussion on that item? Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. I would like to move to postpone the minutes of the 21st. We had a chat with the uh, clerk as well as corporate counsel, and there should be perhaps some adjustments being made to it that the clerk and the corporate counsel feel are important to be added to the minutes, and the clerk felt it was necessary or best if he kind of put them in, in the proper location rather than us trying to amend it here on the floor. So I would hope that somebody could give a second, first of all, and then we could just postpone it to our next meeting and it could be taken care of. Uh, the second by supervisor will it and the intent is to put some contextual language to explain why we were meeting twice and if the clerk and if someone w- i i could ask the clerk to explain briefly if he wishes to otherwise we can just move on That's up to you. Okay.
1: yeah the current the current minutes don't explain why we're meeting twice and there should be the context of this chair's ruling um, prefacing the rest of the uh, beginning of the meeting so how i i just didn't should have had it, one. And two, I wanna work on the wording so that it fits the way we normally do it. Yeah. So there's no lot many times we would take up months and months of minutes at one meeting, so there's no, no rush.
0: Any discussion on postponement? Is there any objection to postponing the minutes? Seeing none, we will postpone the minutes. Okay. So let's move on to the consent calendar. There are no items. There are no Uh, Actually, under Roberts, you don't, but would you like to vote on the motion? That would be fine. All those in favor of postponing the minutes, say aye. Aye. And opposed? It passes. That That felt good. Okay. Sorry. Um, Motions from previous meetings, there are none. Reports on zoning petitions, there are none. No ordinances or awards of contracts. We'll move to resolutions. We'll take up item one, resolution 245, approving agreements and supporting the Oak Ridge affordable housing project in the city of Madison. This was before the, Middleton, excuse me, thank you. This was before the personnel and finance committee who are recommending approval of sub one. And there is a registrant here available for information, Mr. Cleith? Klein, sorry, that's an end. Uh, if there are questions about the project. Is there discussion? Hold on. Supervisor Mike Leitner.
4: Thank you, Mr. Chair. I do have a question for Mr. Klein.
0: Um Did approach the podium here. Go ahead, Supervisor.
4: Thank you. Um, So today I got some information, uh, additional information, regarding your um, application screening criteria and um, supportive services for this project. And I was wondering, um, it looks like you are working partnering with the CAC um, on those supportive services. um, And a number of CAC's programs were provided. but it led with the supportive services for veteran families. So I was wondering if you had any targeted populations um, that you were trying to reach or if you would be taking any um, persons from the the county homeless priority list. Um, Can you talk a little bit about um, what the tenant selection procedure will be like or if you will be accepting any direct referrals from homeless services providers?
5: Uh, I don't know the answer to that. This will be our third project we've done with CAC. This is actually a senior project, so okay. 55 and older. Um, uh, in the past, we've, uh, we just finished a project next door back in May, a 95-unit family housing project called Meadow Ridge. in um, CAC, CLC, um, and I think we had two or three other local service providers that referred tenants for that. Um, so they have their own, you know, we have a third-party management company that has a tenant selection screening criteria. I think that we included that with whatever, when we responded to the RFP. Um, I don't get into th- those exact details. I'm more the developer <coughs> construction side of it. So, unfortunately, I don't have the specific answer
2: you're looking for there.
4: Okay. I guess um, I will try to seek that information um, later. I was just hoping to get a little bit more information about the the level of services and who would be supported within the project um, based on the proposal. So um, if uh, you can provide that information um, to... Me, that
5: would be wonderful. Yeah, I mean I'm happy to provide what we responded to in the RFP and, and, and that stuff. I, I just don't have it off the top of my head what the exact yeah exact okay. criteria well, it, is. But you know we like I said, you know, we work with you know the Dane County Housing Authority is our partner on the project, so they give us a tenant list of um, for recommending units. I think we've got eight project based Section Eight vouchers. So they refer tenants, CAC refers tenants and then all of the supportive services are, are delivered by the, the separate provider. It's not provided by the project. But, like, for example, at Meadow Ridge, um, CLC rented a market rate unit and has, like, an on-site caseworker that deals with, like, five or six of, of the um, units.
3: What's CLC? Uh,
5: Community Living Connection,
4: I think. Okay.
5: For, for, yeah. okay.
4: Thank you. <laughs>
0: Any other discussion? If not, all those in favor say aye. Aye. And opposed? That will pass. We'll take up item two, resolution 263, authorizing a contract between Dane County and Correct Care Solutions for the provision of inmate health and mental health care services. What's before us is the personnel and finance committee recommendation to approve sub one. Is there discussion? Uh, strike that. Sorry, public protection and I'm sorry, public protection and judiciary recommended approval. Uh, we would entertain a motion for sub one. The finance chair moves sub one. So is there a second? Supervisor Shower. Sub one is before us. This is there discussion?
6: Supervisor Kiefer. Thank you, Mr. Chair. This is a issue I've been interested in for a long time, and. In a year ago, um, when this issue came up, I spoke before the board, and it was not an objection to me referring to printed document. I want to refer back to what I said a year ago, which was that I said um, that this contract renewal that we passed a year ago, which was the last of the contract renewals, and then the whole contract had to be then put up for bid, I uh, pointed out that that would give staff uh, of the county a year to come up with what the plan would be for uh, health care in the jail going forward. And I talk about the concerns I have, and had then and continue to have, with having health care in the jail provided by a for-profit entity um, so that the medical care that's being provided in the jail is provided um, by people who are basically making a profit Uh, for providing health care to inmates in the jail. I think mixing profit and that kind of work is always a dangerous thing. And pointed out last year when I talked about this at the bidder here, Correct Care Solutions, it's a Tennessee-based company, and it's owned by uh, two private equity groups on Wall Street, those being Audax Group and Fraser Healthcare. So in other words, these are Wall Street investments that people, Uh, are making money, literally making money off of the inmates in our jail when they get sick and that's of concern to me. I think in an ideal world we would have a situation where that health care is provided in-house on a non-profit basis. Having said that I I met with the sheriff, I spoke with him just today about this issue and I've talked with the sheriff many times about the correct care issue and my concerns. Um, And what he told me was that he's very happy with the service he gets from Correct Care, um, that he is able, in fact has, called the president of Correct Care on, on a certain occasions when he has concerns about the service, and that the president of Correct Care takes his calls, um, and that they've provided um, good service for a number of years, and he feels that they're going to continue to provide good service. I'm also aware that if something goes wrong and someone, due to some health-related emergency, um, if some tragedy does occur in the jail, that the sheriff is the one who's gonna get the call uh, about that and going to be held responsible for that. Frankly, not me on the county board, at least not as much. Um, so I think we do have to respect the fact that this is the vendor that I believe the sheriff wants. And so although it's too bad this has to be done by a for-profit company, the reality is they're providing the service in a way that is good. Uh, they, there was an RFP that was put out. Um, anyone in that industry who wanted to bid on it could have bid on it. Turns out Correct Care was apparently the only a bidder on it. Um, but there was an opportunity for other people to bid on it. So looking back on what I said uh, a year ago, that we needed to have a process of looking what alternatives are, I think that process did happen. In the end, we ended up in the same place we were in a year ago. But I don't think that's necessarily a, a bad uh, course of events and I guess since I did talk about what the sheriff told me I suppose I would could I ask a question of the sheriff Um, which is I guess it's a little bit open-ended question which is I know I summarized our our meeting without going through the whole meeting I just wanted to make sure you had an opportunity if I misstated anything you said um, that I kind of accurately summarize what our our conversation was and that you um, about your view on this
7: um, supervisor uh, you do you did accurately uh, depict, depict uh, my position as it relates to our conversation. Um, I might point out that during the RFP process I had no contact with uh, management or leadership with this company or any other company. Uh, the RFP is done uh, without my involvement um, to make sure that there is no uh, uh, unethical behavior so I just want to clear that up. You you made reference to the fact that I could call uh, the president of the company, I can call that president or any other company because I know the vast majority of the small window of health care providers that provide health care in an institution the size of Dane Counties. But during this process I had no contact or involvement with with any health
4: care provider.
5: Thanks.
0: Thank you, Sheriff. Supervisor Wigleitner.
4: Thank you, Mr. Sheriff. Uh, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff, I have more questions. Um, I don't know if you've um, read any of the reporting regarding the deaths in um, in jail, particularly related to opioid um, withdrawals. And I know in, like, a two-year period, um, Mother Jones reported there were um, twenty people who had died in jail from opioid withdrawal, and five of those were in the care of Correct Care Solutions. And um, I know um, some folks who work for Correct Care at the Green Bay um, Jail were um, interviewed in that report. So I guess I'm. it sounded like the staffing levels. And that facility were um, not adequate to deal with um, the challenges um, and the medical needs of the inmates there but I guess I'm looking to you for some information about um, what would make our situation better than those situations and and how we can be assured that um, inmates going through withdrawal in Dane County Jail are not going to die and are receiving the important care that they need during that really difficult time
7: yeah thank, thank you supervisor um, I did not read the report in Mother Jones, um, so I'm not familiar with those respective uh, incidents. What I can tell you that as part of this RFP, there was an increase, uh, or a desired increase, in staffing levels, which is part of the uh, contract that you have before you. Um, I am very comfortable, uh, in speak after having spoke with our staff, uh, that we will have the staffing levels necessary to address Uh, intake uh, mental health intake both medical and mental health intake as well as addressing medical needs uh, for the limited time that we have inadequate and improper and inhumane housing Um, and I feel very comfortable with the staff that we have that they will provide the monitoring uh, of both medical and mental health needs within our institution because it has been a priority not only of mine but of the staff that
0: oversee our jail. Thank you. Thank
8: you, Sheriff. As I read this, uh, Sheriff Mahoney, I see uh, it says down at the bottom that this is a five-year contract and the amount is not to exceed 27966 dollars six oh41 Okay. That is correct. But if you go up, a little bit it says the estimated annual cost of the contract is dependent on the inmate population so let's say we have a surge on our inmate population does that mean 27 million plus 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 is not relevant well if we go over
7: say over a thousand uh, that's re- that is revisited because the contract is based upon
8: uh, where do we plug it in What number do we plug in, do you recall? I don't. Okay. All right. So really, it's an open-end contract, even though down in the bottom of it, it shall not exceed, not to exceed 27.7. So I just wanted to bring that up, something for you to think about. Thank you.
7: More incentive to keep
0: the population down. <laughs> uh, Supervisor Veldrin.
9: Jail? Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, Super, uh, Sheriff, I did a quick question, too. Following up on Supervisor Kiefer's uh, questions, do you know of any other jails that use nonprofit uh, based? Uh, medical services or is this sort of the run of the mill and not that we like to think of ourselves as typical at all but do you just know and I, I, I'm not questioning the level of care I don't think Supervisor yeah. Super- um,
7: I don't know of specific uh, institutions that have their own full in-house staff to include doctors, psychiatrists RNs, master level psychiatric RNs, so, uh, psychiatric social workers uh, that would be provided in
9: this contract. Yeah, and that's not right. Are there other nonprofit providers where the concern of, you know, we're having a, uh, an entity make money off of our uh, inmates? If you don't, that's why
7: I just no. to, I
9: don't. Because I certainly don't. I don't know. know of any volunteer medical. Well, I just mean a nonprofit that would still a contract, but it would be differently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I do not. Thank, thank you, Mr. Chair. Supervisor Rusk. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Just to keep this in context, um, I would urge everybody to take a look at the 42 page contract that goes through in incredible detail on exactly how healthcare is delivered in our jail. Um, I read it the other day and I had a conversation with um, Chief Deputy Hook about it and got some of my questions answered. Um, It's a phenomenal system that they have and keep in mind maybe the company is a profit company, but all of the people that are working in the jail, providing health care, are Dane County residents. They're people that live here. Um, They have a special affinity for wanting and working with a very difficult population, and they do very well with this population. And when I was first elected to the county board, um, in my very first term, we lost a major lawsuit over not providing dental care in the jail, and I remembered I thought the committee should review that, losing a lawsuit, and I couldn't even get it on the committee agenda. And then, it was a little while later, I remember when um, Supervisor Stubbs was elected, uh, we had a uh, company out of Monona, and we had a reporter at the Wisconsin State Journal, Pat Sims, who spent years writing about how bad the health care was in the jail. And I remember um, Supervisor Stubbs and I used to get complaints, you know, from people calling us, complaining about how bad things were with health care in the jail. We don't get those anymore. So, uh, you know, from my observation, the quality of the care, health care in the jail, it is expensive. Um, and at one time, we had uh, somebody in county government that decided that we should prune the amount of money that we were spending on health care in the jail. And the oversight committee said, absolutely not and we did not do any reductions in the, in the cost of the health care in the jail. So, I don't know if that helps, but I think the quality of the care is very good. The employees, the nurses, the doctor, the psychiatrist, all of those folks are Dane County residents. This is the first that I've heard that the sheriff has had um, contact or has the ability to have contact with the, the chief of the company in Tennessee or whatever. But I do know that um, the the, uh, the the staff in the jail, if they they feel that somebody is not doing a good job, and you get somebody that um, you know, they go directly to management, and they they get the situation taken care of. So I hope that's helpful. Thank you, Supervisor Rusk.
0: Supervisor Whiteley, for the second time.
4: Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, it is good to hear that the number of complaints that Supervisor Rusk and Supervisor Stubbs um, are hearing have been reduced, but I'm wondering um, who handles those complaints? Um, Sheriff, can you answer that question? Um, And I apologize if it's in the 42-page contract somewhere and I missed it. (laughs) <laughs> um, but if if I was to receive a, a complaint, and I have heard anecdotal stories about problems getting um, meds or, or care, um, I wouldn't say it's you know I've heard heard a, a number of them. But in the event I hear them again in the future, who is it that I can can contact to to get to the bottom of that? And are are there any other um, processes um, or committees? within um, county government that are taking a look at those issues. I know when I started um, serving and I was on the Equal Opportunities Commission, um, that was an issue that was on our um, strategic plan, looking into some of the concerns around mental health care. So um, if you can just talk a little bit about kind of the oversight pro- and complaint process, I would appreciate it.
7: Sure. Uh, thank, thank you for the question. Um, I would always invite... Uh, you supervisor or any of our other supervisors that should you receive a notice of a complaint whether it's medical care, mental health care or any other issues revolving around our county jail that you contact me directly because um, if you recall in 2007 one of the priorities that I laid out was that we would create a health care program within our jail that would meet the needs of the most challenged in our community and we have done that finally. Um, I would follow up on Supervisor Russ's statements in that um, we have seen a dramatic decrease in the number of self-harms as well as lawsuits under the care of Correct Care Solutions because of their initial assessment done at booking. We have prevented individuals from coming into our institution that should never have been here in the first place, which was lacking in our previous provider uh, that allowed uh, individuals to slip through that resulted in drug overdoses uh, within the jail or an alcohol over, uh, or an alcohol withdrawal medical issue or suicide. Um, we have been very fortunate and I'm always hesitant to even talk about those incidents, but we are very fortunate in that those have been dramatically decreased because of the level of care and expectations that we lay out for our health care provider. As it relates to the practice, um, any complaint within the jail, including health care, begins with a grievance on the part of, of an incarcerated individual. That grievance then goes before a direct supervisor within the jail that is charged with that portion of oversight of the jail. They are charged with resolving that issue or that grievance. If it cannot be resolved at that level, then it moves on to uh, the lieutenant uh, who oversees all grievances within the jail and ultimately the jail administrator working alongside our medical health care administrator. Um, If that becomes a problem, it can go all the way uh, to me, and I can override any decision uh, as it relates to the jail or any other division within the organization. That's how the process works. Um, Those grievances, those complaints are all part of our inspection uh, process conducted by DOC each year.
0: Thank you, Mr. Sheriff. Is there any other discussion? Seeing none on the sub that's before us, all those in favor say aye. Aye. And opposed? The sub is uh, adopted. The main motion, uh, resolution to, let me get the number right here, 263 as amended is before us. Seeing no discussion, all those in favor say aye. Aye. And opposed? That will pass. We'll take up Item 3, Resolution 278, Reauthorization of Dane County Self-Insured Workers' Compensation Program and Purchase of Excess Worker Compensation Coverage. Uh, What's before us is the Personal and Finance Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. And opposed? We'll pass. Item 4, Resolution 279, authorization of purchase, authorizing purchase of insurance. What is before us is the Personal and Finance Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. And opposed? That will pass. We'll take up Item 5, Resolution 290, Addendum number 1 of the TRC Agreement for Professional Engineering Services. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye, Aye. and opposed. That'll pass. Item six, uh, resolution three hundred five, addendum number two for project number three one three zero three eight, refuse hauling for county facilities. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendations for approval. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye, and opposed. That'll pass. Item 7, Resolution 306, Authorized Allied Lease for Joining Forces for Families Program. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. And opposed? That will pass. We'll take up Item 8, Resolution 307, Authorizing Badger Road Lease for Joining Forces for Families. What's before us is Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. And opposed, out will pass. We'll take up item nine, resolution three thirteen, amending the agreement number three for recycling of shingles. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendation for approval. This is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. And opposed. That will pass. There are no appointments before us, so we'll take up M. Items requiring a two-thirds majority for pass. M1 is Resolution 288, authorizing an agreement to accept grant funding for the purchase of ballistic shield protection agreement uh, equipment. Uh, as a note, this item will require a two-thirds majority to pass. Is there discussion? The version in front of us is public protection and judiciary re- recommending approval. Seeing no discussion, it requires a two-thirds majority to pass. I'd like to record this as passing without objection. Is there an objection? Seeing none, it will pass unanimously. Uh, there are no special orders of business. Oh, other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Seeing none, I would entertain a motion for adjournment. Moved by Supervisor Chenoweth and seconded by Supervisor Miles. All in favor of adjourning? and opposed. But then we're adjourned. Thank you all. I will see you at the Essen House in minutes.